things. Oh, there we go. All right. Are we in? I just pushed it because it wouldn't, like, do the monitoring for some reason. All right. But, um, yeah, I guess we can start whenever. It doesn't really matter. Yeah! What's up, everyone? It's your favorite Filipino podcasters, <laughs> the smoothest dudes in Baltimore. It's the art pros, or as we are t- slowly turning to the dark side, the art cons. Ooh. Today's con. I'm going to steal your shit. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell them a little bit about today's con? The today's con is that you are going to get an episode that we've already recorded. That's because we're going to spend our time this week making more content because we promised that we would give you all some articles. But it's hard to do that because we're so busy and we're so professional. We don't, you know what I mean? We we uh got to try to make some compromises. And I think that you will really enjoy this episode if you listen to it. If you haven't already listened to it, just, you know, just listen to it more. I don't know what I'm saying anymore, man. See, so today's break. con scam of the week is called repackaging. It's yeah. when you take something you've already made. And then you tie a new bow on it, and then you give it to someone else. So we'll be rebroadcasting uh, Monkey Business. Got him. Yeah, which is the episode where we talk about monkeys and brains and science and the problems with all of those things. We really hope you enjoy it, and we'll be back next week with a full-fledged episode. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, totally. We're going to... Come out with some fresh new stuff because uh, we love you guys sometimes. And we're going to be putting more stuff on the Patreon. That's the plan. All right. Love you guys. Uh, We'll see you in just a second. (laughs) That's pretty loud. What's up? What's up? What's up? Live from Baltimore, uh, uh, Kuwait. No, China. Baltimore, Beijing, baby. We're international. We're here today. Um, should we get our shout-outs out first, or should we just hop right into it? I think. Um, yeah, we should definitely get our shout-outs out. Hold on. I think something's going on. What the? Hold on. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> my my mic was fu- fucked up a little bit. My bad. All right. What's up everyone? It's the Art Pros. Back here today with some more of that good good content. Um before we jump right into it, we're going to jump right into it and we're going to shout out some people that have been showing us support. Uh, this is the first one we've recorded, just Renz and I, since we released the pod, and way more people have been listening than we thought. We wanted to shout out Juan Sebastian Serrano for being our first non-familial uh, Patreon donor, so thanks, Wante. Uh, 
and we'd also like to cordially um, shout out Mr. Jake Lazovic from the well-renowned, super-famous band called Sitcom, if you haven't already heard. Yeah, check him out on Spotify. Sitcom's really good. I listen to him a lot when I paint. He yeah, sent us a, a crit. It's a really good example of how... M- the influence of many different musical styles can come together in a u- unique vision. Uh, I'd also like to shout out Poncho, uh, Larry Poncho. If you haven't listened to episode seven, he he led us graciously into his studio and gave us quite the information on how to make it as an artist. So yeah. go ahead and listen to that episode. He's yeah. really cool. It's like um, it's like listening to those old videos of people putting mentos in pepsi because that man pops off (laughs) yeah that's all i'm gonna say um oh so the reason we shouted out jake lazovic was because he took the time to listen to some of the pod and he sent us a crit actually a critique sandwich uh so something nice something more constructive and then something nice again via email so if you would like to Give us a crit. We take those things really seriously. Um, send it to artprospodcast at gmail.com or you can DM us at paid.artists on Instagram or just Facebook message us. Send us a phone call, whatever. I get lonely. Just talk to us. So one of the criticisms we've gotten from a bunch of people is that we should try and do a little bit more research. So we... We reached our Patreon goal. Oh, yeah. Now <laughs> I remember. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Thanks, dude. Um, so once we got $34 in donations, we said we'd do 15 minutes of research per episode. And I think something like that amount of research will go up the more people that donate to our Patreon. So donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Well, you know what? We're $4 over that goal. I know. Man. We're um, killing it. We're killing it. Yeah. Um, okay. So what we researched very briefly today, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but some scientists in China have created some transgenic <laughs> monkeys, and they put a human gene into these monkeys in an attempt to make their brains you know bigger and more throbbing <laughs> uh with results that they claim indicate that it's made them more intelligent man they're messing with those monkeys too much have you ever watched the wild thornberries darwin <laughs> nobody's asking these monkeys if they want that no uh so i figured today we could talk about that and talk about ethics in general. Um, when you're an artist or an art professional, or even as an intern, you're going to face a lot of opportunities to participate in things that you may or may not think are unethical. And uh, really, a lot of being an artist means, you know, asking difficult questions. So, yeah. All right. Let's get started with this monkey business. Um, so, all right. Part of our crit that we got from Mr. Jake was that um, he would have liked it 
if we would share an article or two and now that we've reached that goal we actually did some research and we have a real article from um mit's M- technological MIT. review what is mit mit is the monkey institute of talking oh okay okay yeah Massachusetts Institute of Technology, where all the biggest brains uh, sit around and write articles about stuff that people in China are doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so these guys, uh, a team of researchers led by a scientist named Bing Su, used a virus to basically give monkeys a gene that in humans makes our brains bigger (laughs) wait so is there a gene in people that makes their brains bigger so like for example is somebody walking around with like a ton of this gene and their brain is just giant uh yeah (laughs) i'm sure no um (laughs) the gene that they were interested in is called mcph1 or microcephalin not only did the gene sequence differ between humans and apes, but babies with damage to microcephalin are born with tiny heads, providing a link to brain size. With his students, Sue once used calipers and head spanners to measure the heads of 867 Chinese men and women to see if the results could be explained by differences in the gene. So already it's starting to get a little weird. We're starting to get into the territory or they are being sue and his team of researchers are getting in the territory where they're measuring people's you know brain size to compare them and to acknowledge genetic anomalies and that sounds a lot like uh there's stuff in the past uh did you happen to see anything in there about how i could get that done to me yeah you have to get a virus as an embryo oh i i have to I'm already born. I can't get it done to me. <laughs> Damn yeah, it's it. too late. That's actually something that's um pretty terrifying is that all this monkey testing is just to see if we can do it to people. And uh, it's probably expensive and see if we can make people's brains way bigger. Yeah, there's a there's a definition, a terminology in here that's called transgenic. And that just means that your genes have been altered with a CRISPR technology that's what they used right crispr i'm assuming that they use crispr it doesn't say specifically how they got that genetic information into the virus that they used but i'm guessing that they did that or they just developed it in the lab so we're not talking about that thing in your fridge everybody a crispr is a technology it's basically like i don't know photoshop for your jeans not your not your pants this is getting confusing (laughs) everything's confusing when you're an art pro yeah Um, (laughs) things are deep dude so what do you think like what do you think the implications of working with the genetics of of monkeys in the context of making them more human-like like what do you think those ethical implications are where do you think that starts to be unethical I mean, it starts to be unethical when you freaking take them out of their house, their home, and decide to do things with them. Maybe, I mean, maybe they were born in that lab, but I mean, that's just an ex- that's a bad excuse. It's it's not right to 
take away these these animals from their 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 environment their natural environment to do like little tests with them i get it there's an argument that you can say about like oh but it might help um humans in the future yeah sure but haven't we already learned that messing with things in nature is going to mess with the equilibrium of you know how nature really actually works yeah and they said that these monkeys got better at like short-term memory and at uh understanding pictures and colors a little bit better but maybe there's a reason why evolutionarily they weren't they didn't have good short-term memory we don't know that we don't know why and they're not out in the world to figure out whether it's actually beneficial for them or not to remember things recently better like i don't even remember what the last sentence i said was or why i'm saying any of this yeah i mean um I guess another another big problem I have with that is the the judgments we're making on these these apes, which are, you know, more or less our distant relatives, if you will. Th they're coming from our perspective. They're coming from our like idea that maybe these apes would want to be smarter, or maybe just our curiosity. What if the can these apes be smarter? And that's kind of fucked up. It's just like. I think it's it, there, there's a term for it called it's an anthropocentric point of view where like humans um identify themselves as the most important so yeah I, I definitely think that's problematic i think the word hubris is a good word to use too hubris is i don't know a summary of it is feeling good feeling feeling yourself a little bit you know a, a, a lot a little bit yeah if you if, if someone ever starts to talk about hubris i feel like what they mean is um uh the the human the it's typical in people i think to like try and be more and more like i guess a godlike creature like that's where you start to have like a crazy amount of hubris is this assumption that you have more control over the world around you than you do or even should and that you should have that con like simply by merit of having that control you should have it and that's always a fucking problem here's something for you i think it's better to say we are god than saying i am god yeah because we interns technically i learned this from Neil deGrasse Tyson and other things and also it's probably true that whatever we are made out of all the chemicals we're made out of is the same thing that literally everything else in the world is made out of we're all stardust yeah I mean they've only found like so many elements and we're all made out of the same elements so yeah except for element skateboards they're made out of fiberglass <laughs> <laughs> all right what does this have to do with art well in art you always have to face the issue of doing something ethical. And I think that in science, um, a lot of scientists do research that's unethical and back that up by saying, like, well, anything for more knowledge is important. And I think that in art, sometimes you're faced with that issue, too, of like, all right, any any statement to like doing anything just to say what I want to say is necessary because I need to say it that way. I got a little, I got a little thought, like, um, why, okay, why are we doing experiments on other animals when we're not even okay doing it on our, on our own, like, selves? Yeah, and you know it's not what I mean? safe yet. Just don't, yeah, I mean, it's like, dude, I get it that, um, 
let's say for example you want to test makeup on a rat you want to do that before doing it on a human just in case it's going to kill us but if you're scared of that just don't do it yeah you don't really need to what make you... that makeup yeah and in the article it says that uh one of their i'm i'm sure that the research team was paraphrased but one of their desires for this is to bridge the evolutionary gap between our ape cousins and us but the, those you know, monkeys have lived as long. They're macaque monkeys, by the way. Those monkeys have lived as long as humans. So evolutionarily, they're still functional. Like they can still exist in a in a climate and an environment that we claim we control, and we're probably making actively worse. But you know, they still exist. They still breed. They still eat. Where do we get off as humans deciding that for them to be more like us, like that there is a gap between us? Why are you focusing on the evolutionary gap? when we could be focusing on the wage gap exactly like what the heck uh, you know are they gonna like we could already speak sign language with apes what the heck do we want to know what else do we want to know if we want them to reach our level of evolution we that's uh, isn't that just kind of like talking to ourselves because they're just gonna you know is the goal to be like us Oh, yeah, we don't want like, what them. What the heck's that about? We don't want them to evolve and have their own frame of reference. Uh, because maybe then, if they were to evolve naturally and be intelligent enough to uh, communicate with us, maybe they might tell us things we don't want to hear. Yeah, and, I mean, it's yeah, it's literally the planet of the apes. It said that in the article. It was like the first thing it said. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Come on, China. Have they Are they not allowed to watch Planet of the Apes or something? Do they just not know? <laughs> I don't think it's all They're China. not allowed to watch Planet of the Apes, but they're allowed to, like, genetically engineer apes? No, what I'm guessing happened is that there was probably grant money available, and they were like, we need something that's going to get headlines and is going to do exactly what we're doing right now, which is get, you know, a bunch of people all across the world to talk about what a group of scientists are doing so they can get that that grant money because that all that's like I, i'm assuming if you're a scientist you either profit off of war or space or just researching shit that gets headlines hmm. like stuff that people can just bring up at a at a coffee table so it's like a media power move for like china to say it's not so bad i mean it's either that or they're gonna grow these monkeys and then it's... once they get smart enough like turn them into slaves Mm. you're like oh yeah well now this month have you ever heard of the, the i don't remember i think it was like a baboon or maybe a chimpanzee that ran like a train line throughout america for like, a long time <laughs> when yeah. did they do that there was like like i know it was in the time of black and white pictures what? or maybe before that did they, i don't know did they fake it like is that real what? no yeah what? that's real i gotta see that yeah it, we should look it up but we've already hit 15 minutes of research that article was way longer than it needed to be Oh uh, yeah, it took me. I, I I I'm I take my time when I read. Yeah, that's because I can't read very well. Yeah. So, well, as artists, we I expected there to be more pictures in this article, but there really weren't that many. Yeah, give me some, give me some uh, rainbow fish. You know, I wanted to see the pictures of the MRIs of these monkeys. So they they expected that um these monkeys were gonna get more white matter in their brain, which I guess uh is linked to. I don't know, better memory or something, but they their brains didn't get any bigger, but they had better memory, so I, I don't know. Hmm. I guess their cognitive abil ability was improved a little some somehow through being, what is it again? Trans Transgenetic. Transgenic. Yeah. But what that All doesn't right. take into account is that these monkeys, these are embryos, so these are like, I'm assuming the 
the most recent in their line of ancestry these monkeys might just be a little bit smarter than their ancestors like through like natural you know growth like you know my parents were like not my parents but these monkeys are sitting there like oh my parents were pretty good at, at numbers and shapes like of course i'm good at numbers and shapes it's not some weird virus i got <laughs> i mean that could be the case though like they they what they should have done is cloned these monkeys without that virus to hmm. check if if specifically that ex their exact genetic variances actually affected it but they're not doing that they just want to get on buzzfeed they just want that's their i mean if they didn't get on mit that would have been like their best possible um reach oh they're on reddit they're on reddit i'm sure they're, they're on 4chan i'm sure I mean, there's gonna be instagram stuff about it when did this happen today i'm pretty sure they, like i mean i I've, let's see i realized from april 10th 2019 yeah i mean i guess i guess they've probably been doing it like on the low already i'm gonna assume that i just well they've been doing it long so enough weird. that bing su has decided he's gonna make more monkeys he just wants to make more monkeys and they want to try a different gene and just see if that's gonna make these monkeys able i guess to uh put together nikes or something that's creepy man that's some deep uh that's a deep conspiracy dive right there. I don't know. I just grasp at straws. That's part of being an artist is to like try and make connections that might not be there but are entertaining. Monkey art. Monkey art. They're going to start making art. Yeah. We should. Then... We are making monkey art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. It's like it's no big deal for us. Yeah. We're over here thinking, feeling all this hubris, thinking like, man, I'm going to make this monkey. This is what this monkey needs. We need more monkeys running around that are just as smart as us because we think that they need to be smarter. What if we need to be dumber? I I often think that we need to be much less intelligent. Yeah, I don't know. Or less scared. I mean, think of how many words are in the dictionary that we don't need or use. Well. Why do we have so many? Well, you know, there are people who might use those dictionary words in the court of law to confuse the shit out of you. Oh, yeah, when they're trying to, like, uh, I don't know, take away your house or your kids or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, anyways. So ethics uh, and art, where does it come up? Does it ever come up? Ethics and art? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Is it okay to, like, like, what if this guy was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make these monkeys and I'm going to give them all the genes to make them the best painters of all time? Man, I don't know. I, I'm thinking about it from two different um, avenues. One one is this, where it's like, all right, this is completely just uh, us messing around with the idea of smart monkeys. But let's say that monkey gets uh, a little bit smarter and then uh, has a taste for art and starts painting because he saw someone else paint. He's like, all right, well, I got this uh, dope brain right now. I'm going to make <laughs> some art because I can and I know and I see and it's cool. And then you got, on the other spectrum, artificial intelligence, which this pretty much is. Yeah. This is artificial intelligence, but from a fucking biological creature. We're doing it via computers and numbers and electricity. So you got artificial intelligence right now, currently, making paintings with a huge, dank uh, database of paintings uh, like that have ever been painted portraits you name it and it's making it's you know as much as it can its own art based off of the influences it received from this data it's just twists my mind like why the heck are we messing with this stuff so much when when uh, i don't know it's we got so much other 
important stuff to deal with currently. Oh, man. I would pay so much money to see an art show that's just made by by humans attempts at playing god so like a monkey that th we made really smart and then like a, a elon musk has like a, a car that can also paint that thinks for itself <laughs> google has you know i don't know google has like a paintball gun that doubles as like a, a google home and they, there's just an art show you put together with all those guys i would that would be much more interesting than any painting i've ever made so all right here's what i'm also thinking right now um, let me see. How do I word this? Um, have we gotten so bored or something like, like, is it from boredom that we're making things do things? I, okay. So, so f on one aspect, I can understand how you could say that making an artificial intelligence thing be sophisticated enough to paint can be helpful to us in one way or another or i don't know how the hell a smart monkey can help us because we are smart monkeys already yeah and we can't smart. even help ourselves all the time in, in efficient ways well what's so, more important is i don't think we can help each other yet which i mean i mean i i think it's more complicated than that i think that people would want to if if the the environment and the situations were conducive to that yeah I think that that naturally people might want to. I mean, why else? Why else is there a family dynamic? You know what I mean. True. True. So, true. so or like any community dynamic in the first place. I mean, you could go to uh, relatively on, um, like a a culture or a tribe that's that's hasn't been influenced by modern society yet, and they're probably like working together and helping each other yeah to survive so i don't know man i just feel like i don't want to use the word boredom because i'm not even sure it's just so weird like you get so much time to like explore and play and we've built this beautiful society where we have that sort of luxury it seems so like it's i don't know man is it is there a use to it i mean sometimes i feel like half the planet is doing stuff that we're supposed to do after we've already addressed all the other issues yeah you know like like we we shouldn't really i get that ai might help i don't know make ma manufacturing faster or make sifting through our private data faster for google or amazon to figure out how to sell a shit but we we don't have an efficient enough economy to to transport our food you know we still have issues with our climate and we have some of the top brains in the world working on putting human genes into monkeys i'm sure that there is another use for that that focus you make me smarter man make <laughs> yeah me make smarter. us smarter that yeah. monkey's probably smarter than i am yeah i'm over here feeling all smart because i plugged something into this macbook pro that another group of people probably invented together yeah as a team mm -hmm. yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah I don't, you know, I don't, I don't see the benefit. I just don't see the benefit of of having monkeys on our side. It's just, it's just so <laughs> fucking. You mean that you? The more you talk about it, the more more weird it sounds. Dude, you got to be careful because one day these monkeys will be smart enough to hear this prejudice. Okay, here's an interesting Think question. About monkey segregation. Man, I mean, hey, if a monkey, monkey, if you're listening to this in the future. 
please subscribe and pay uh, to our Patreon and whatever currency is currently available in um, uh, Monkey World 2040. Is it speciesist to say it's going to be bananas? <laughs> so, all right. Here's, here's my question. Here's my question. I want to know, I'm curious about obsolescence. When, when you have new crazy cool technology, things are either going to become old technologies, more specifically, are about to become obsolete. So what is the message here? Uh, what's becoming, what's the message under that implication to say that, all right, I'm, I'm making this artificial uh, intelligence because customer service, it, I want to make that obsolete. Is that, I know that causation, correlation does not always equal causation, also, so you you know get where I'm grasping at here. Yeah, I mean, uh, why, why? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Right. So obsolescence is is something that we should all actually be really terrified about. Interns and other people. Um, Renz brought up the issue of like we're trying to essentially because it's cheaper to run a robot and they run less of a risk at a certain there's like I, I think right now we're in a period where robots are still less efficient than human workers or like AI is still less efficient at decision making than human workers just because we're we're better we're better designed at this point but they have like a stronger and higher capacity for mechanical work so they're able to do stuff better than us if they're told how to do it but once they figure out how to do it without being told That'll make most things and people obsolete. Um, you don't see too many printing presses anymore because we have the printer. And right, like at that point, that was just technology making itself obsolete. But right now, with AI and maybe trying to make these monkeys smarter and whatever other ways to make things that can make decisions on their own, people who are researching how to make that smarter, the point of it is only to replace ourselves that is that is the only thing that could possibly be like why do we want to make these monkeys as smart as humans it's it's so they can replace us in the workforce because it'll be cheaper maybe um and here's here's some here's the point of that whole thing in my mind is can my other question will be can art become obsolete from these technologies i think not I think not. You mean like the artist? Yeah, I mean, I, I alluded earlier to the um, artificial intelligence. I guess the artist with the yeah. artificial intelligence making paintings, maybe one day a super smart monkey or, I don't know. Or a dolphin that we gave, like, thumbs. Yeah, you got, I mean, you got you already got other creatures that out there that haven't been, um, that aren't transgenic, like an elephant makes paintings and stuff, and yeah. some dogs, I think, can do it. I mean... There's an episode of Doug where Porkchop accidentally made a painting by running <laughs> over his thing with that cat. Anyways, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, art, you know. Well, I, I think that once our entire labor force is outsourced to something else, like, where humans won't need to work to survive, like, we'll have a system in place that just does everything for us, the last thing that's going to be left for us to do is art. And I think with, with alternative intelligences... If they're smart enough to be making art in the capacity that humans make art, then they're probably too smart to have enslaved. Mm. You want to know what else is so funny? When people say things like painting is dead. 
Yeah. When I hear things in that context, it's like, no, it's not dead. It's just less people care about it these days because yeah. of something else. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, people are doing other stuff. Painting's not dead. I mean, podcasts killed the radio, but you still hear the radio from time to time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just stuff like that grinds me a little bit. Um, and I, I, the reason I brought that up is because um, to say that technologies you know they 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 do replace old, uh, different uh, older technologies there is that sense of advancement technological evolution um there is that word ev- evolution that we use all the time so to me i cannot really confidently say whether or not this project or curiosity to use CRISPR or any DNA technology to alter another animal is really helping us through evolution or whatever in any way, evolution of anything. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not doing I mean, much I, for I guess us. we've already made that point, but it's just so crazy. The more I think about it, the weirder I feel. Yeah, it, it is weird. And I'm sure that a lot of people listening know more about all this stuff than us, but we're just here. We're just putting our feelings out, and we're we're letting others know who may have the same feelings that we exist, and that's part of art is that is making that human connection and letting other people know, hey, this frame of thought that you had, this thing that you think is cool, this this uh this fear of of loneliness and anxiety, other people have that. Yep, art. You can never replace art. Hear that, scientists? But do you think that? Do you think that? you could replace who makes art like do you think that we might be replaced no i don't think so consumption who else can make machines well okay so you make you a human makes art not just for themselves but i believe that humans make art for profit for (laughs) for profit but you need other people to give you know help you with that profit either way and they got to enjoy what you're making so so like how is a how is a computer going to know what people actually like all the time? It's just going to be a fabricated system that we created to tell this subsystem to make something for us. It's, I think, you know, using the word sub is appropriate in that sense because it's not going to have that same uh, intuition to know and... I believe to create something truly masterful that comes from the human experience. I think potentially what what we're talking about and the threshold we're trying to reach is like at what point will these tools stop being tools and like could could those alternative intelligences stop being tools that we use to make art. So right now like you look at Google's DreamBot or whatever that takes an image and then runs it through whatever stupid algorithm they designed to make a new image, that's still a tool that those programmers made and all that art that that thing produces is technically under the umbrella of of their project or their object. And is there ever going to be a threshold where some type of technology that we develop will no longer be a tool but instead have enough experience, whether human or not, to be producing something that elicits a new idea or new thought or bridges a gap that we wouldn't bridge naturally as humans. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't, 
it's just hard for me to fathom how it might happen eventually. It's just hard for me to fathom that something we create can be smarter or like more clever or know better than us. I think that at best it'll know the same thing as us, maybe in a different capacity, maybe faster. Um, it could make, it could be easier for it to make certain decisions based on like, I guess, uh, I don't know, probability, uh, based on, uh, understanding of risk and reward or whatever you might think. There's a lot of interesting books that have been written. There's a lot of interesting sci-fi novels. For example, Philip K. Dick writes a lot of great sci-fi novels that have to do with artificial intelligence and cyborgs. Um, and... It's all very interesting. I just don't really I can't I can't imagine it being too different than us except for the being able to make decisions in a way that like I don't know a sociopath would. Computers could pretty much be a sociopath. Yeah, I mean, we'll think about it like this. Humanity I don't know if something made out of out of wiring and run off of like something made out of like copper wiring or like metal wiring and working off the sensors and the technology we have now i don't think that that thing could ever surpass us but i i firmly believe that something that we alter genetically could could surpass us like if we were to take these monkeys for example or a dolphin or anything like that and give it a push evolutionarily um using our our knowledge that's not going to stop that thing from continuing to evolve and, and continuing to you know replicate or procreate and eventually you know it could develop faster than we do and there's people who work on ai who are scared of super intelligence where um there's like a frame of thought i think the dude who came up with the simulation theory also came up with this idea that w if we were and it, this is a big that's a, this is the biggest if like this shit is still so much farther than Google and and Tesla will want you to think it is if we could make a machine that had that had self-realization in the way that humans do and it was able to run simulations on its own without us controlling it the the speed at which it could run those simulations of like trial and error for any type of thing would have it grow and evolve a lot faster than us because it's not going to be the 18 year waiting period or 16 year waiting period you need between generations of humans it would be like you know microseconds of of it creating new iterations of itself to grow and and to learn but it's not going to develop in the way that humans are it's not going to make dank art but it's it could certainly be a lot more intelligent than us yeah but see that that's my thing I, i'm wondering what the definition how do you define surpassing us in any ways like that implies that we are ahead in a certain capacity which you could measure by achievements I mean, in the world yeah but what what, what are we trying to do anyways yeah we're, we're all trying to survive here as animals on earth at the end of the day maybe okay what if you say, oh, but what if we can go to space and find a new planet? Why are we? Why would we go to space if yeah. if it's not to protect ourselves from our planet being destroyed? That's yeah. also another form of survival. Yeah. So what are they really surpassing? Are they surpassing their own 
capabilities as a species and that to me is another reflection of how humans have this sense of hubris like oh no or maybe hooray i can finally have a different species to speak to uh or oh no like um i'm afraid of octopi because octopi are going to be the next uh, most intelligent creature in a million years <laughs> like dude we can't even like we can barely do shit in space we can barely do shit in the ocean yeah we don't even know that much about the ocean yeah we don't we don't know that much about our own planet. You know what, you you other species or robots that want to try and surpass humanity in whatever metric you think is okay, why don't you get a team of actors together, a camera and a film crew, and write, why don't you write Game of Thrones, all right, which just came out when you guys are listening to this. Why don't you try and uh, make something that millions of people all enjoy and identify with without having been in the writer's room and then you can tell me that you've surpassed us why don't you try and write the next robin big hey yeah hey hey little monkey i know you're listening you little smart ass monkey uh, you don't even know what workshopping is you don't even know what workshopping you is. don't even know what a conference room is bud have you ever tried to teach yeah. a monkey how to how to be have a bigger brain no i haven't I'm trying to teach myself how to have a bigger brain. Oh, no, I was talking to the monkey. We're oh. telling that we're telling that oh, monkey. Oh shit! Yeah, because that's essentially. <laughs> I thought you were talking to me. I mean, so if the aliens that made us, that we think are angels and God or whatever, made us. Oh, hold on, I'm so confused. Oh, dude. Yeah, I mean that that's my my religion is that like all religions are based in the idea that we're actually just seated here in genetic mutations that aliens made. So essentially, like that's what we're trying to do. With this fucking monkey right now. All right, I'm about to get real um heady. I'm about to get heady, dude. Heady. Yeah, heady. Bro, get ripped. Um, so I'm gonna take you all on a ride to another dimension because that's what I'm about to talk about. The fifth. Like, like what if? Hmm? When will my jewel start making paintings? Can I hit your jewel, bro? Um, Thanks. um, ah, so what was I just talking about? Dimensions? I just transported a different dimension there. All right, so, so I wanted to talk about that because what if, like, what if these monkeys uh, um were us? Like in the future, and then they're like, "Damn, they're getting too smart." And then they sent us <laughs> to the past, and then we just like got, are in this weird cycle. Yeah. Like, and then you know they sent the smart monkeys to the past, and then we were like, "Oh man, we're so smart! Well, look at all this unpolluted land that we have now." And then we just start making pyramids and stuff, and the people from the future are benefiting from it because their past doesn't. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. I think that's the whole concept of that that movie, Lucy. Did you see that? No, What's that <laughs> basically this uh this person takes a bunch of brain enhancing drugs or something. Oh, with uh, what's her name, Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, and she gets okay. so smart that she becomes like a quantum computer, and then goes back to the beginning of time, and then touches, uh, I guess an ancient human relative chimp monkey thing, and then that monkey grows up to become human like evolves into being human and then starts to cycle back over that she develops from because she becomes so smart so smart off of a pharmaceutical drug that she becomes the the evolutionary step that we needed 
I mean, but that's totally plausible, though. If, if time travel is actually possible, it, it is it is entirely possible. <laughs> Have you ever seen 13 Monkeys? 12 no. Monkeys. 12 no, Monkeys with Bruce Willis. I've heard it's great, Dude, that's though. a good one. That's a good one. That one is about uh, Bruce Willis. He lives in the future, and he needs to go to the past to save the world. You hear that, you dumb monkeys? Why don't you try and write something as good as a movie that Bruce Willis was in once? Well, here's the thing. He's saving the world. Spoiler alert! I don't know if this is a spoiler, actually, but um, from a virus that comes from monkeys. Yeah, but since he went back in, in the past, he was scared because, uh, well, people thought he was crazy because he was talking about this thing from the future. Like this uh, catastrophe that yeah. was impending if he didn't save the world. So they put him in an institution and young Brad Pitt was actually in the movie. Did a great job. And yeah, that's the whole movie. Well, let's let's see really robots good. do that. Make that movie. I dare you. I, as, has there been a robot that's made a movie yet? I don't there's, think... There's a, a computer program that wrote that intook a bunch of scripts or can intake a bunch of scripts and then write a script and then there someone i forgot who did it but some production company uh acted out and made the scripts i'll send it to you it's pretty good oh yeah yeah what's it about it's a weird love it doesn't really make that much sense like it does it it's it's so weird that you would expect like a young hollywood writer to have written it to make no sense Oh, um, shit, dude. It's, like, kind of science fiction, but also kind of a romance, but the lines don't make that much sense. I don't know. It seems like something <laughs> that should be on Adult Swim. The lines don't make sense because a fucking robot wrote them. Robots don't know what love is. Yeah, plus the actors input a lot of, like, how you feel about the characters because I'm sure the script is just, like, words that it threw together. I think that the media does a lot to sensationalize what ai quote-unquote does or like what algorithms quote-unquote can do like i i I think that people think programmers are way farther ahead of making these self-realizing machines than they actually are because you know it gets you that fucking grant money look at this article i saw it says artificial intelligence is automating hollywood now art can thrive how i don't know Futurism. I don't know what futurism.com is, but I just googled AI make movie. Um, and um, this title triggered me a little bit. Oh, How yeah. How can art thrive? I don't get it. We'll post it. You guys can read it and tell us what you think about all of that. Um, what else? What else can we talk about? Oh, buzzword says obsolete right there. Obsolescent. It's, it's true that some jobs and tasks are being rendered obsolete now that computers can do them better. Stop bragging. Yeah, for real. You how do I know? An, how do I know a ro- robot didn't write this article? It probably did. Dan, you name robots now. I I I think that there is films and movies on youtube that robots completely make just to garner views that some weird basement dweller designed i'm scared i'm scared our children watch that stuff my kids watch youtube all day every day and they're becoming robots Mm, that's kind of weird yeah it's pretty terrifying i don't know um what does any of this have to do with art being an art professional um well I think it means that art is like John Cena. 
Yeah, you can't, you can't see it. You can't see it. Technology, <laughs> you can't. Monkeys, you might be able to make art too, but I don't know. Do monkeys care about art? I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Do, do monkeys even make art? Like, period. They throw shit at people. Or am I just being prejudiced? See, that's another problem <laughs> with starting to humanize these monkeys. Is now. Well, maybe that maybe that was Bing Su's plan all along was to humanize monkeys so that people start to identify with them and be like, "Oh, are we being prejudiced against monkeys?" Like each monkey is an individual. I've always thought of monkeys as just a, like twelve monkeys, or something. Um, Monk, yeah, like monkeys are monkeys. Oh fuck, man. Uh, would you participate in what in in this in this research if you were a scientist instead of an art professional? Well, in the only capacity I would want to participate in it is if they tried to make me smarter, but I'm already, like I said, I'm already born. Yeah. So, and no, I don't. Your brain is really big. My, um, I, I don't know. No, we always have to take pictures from that weird angle so that people can't tell. I got kind of like, <laughs> the back of my head's kind of flat, so it's like, <laughs> it's just wider looking in, in the front, but it's really the same volume, I think. All right, art pros. Look, I you know all right. So you asked you asked. Uh, I already answered that, didn't I? About the art, uh, you can't touch art. I think that that's that. At the end of the day, you can you can build you can build as much as you want. You can autom automate as much as you want, but you will never automate us artists. Yeah, that's, that's true. why we are so cool. I think I think that creativity is probably one of the safer skills to have in an upcoming automated world yeah yeah someone still needs to come up with an idea for the robots to do better than us i think it's because that uh something automated doesn't have as much of a sense of uh not only um chaos but like being able to just it's all of the intangibles it's like all right so so in my mind by making these these AI things or uh, transgenic animals. We're only looking at the yin when really the yang should complete us. You know, there's a lot of things that humans do that are messed up and dumb and, and, and weird or silly and unpredictable. But really, without that, we wouldn't be able to make great art. We would just be making like boring art. Yeah. I wonder if there are any researchers out there trying to research that out of us too, because that's also problematic. But like, like, are there is there a a researcher doing making transgenic monkeys that don't have as much of like loss of impulse control or something, or like making transgenic monkeys that don't do all the chaotic things that make humans kind of what they are? I'm worried about that because you're right. Like, there is the yang. Like it so. In art, it's important to both be logical and be able to problem solve, but also be able to say and do things that kind of are nonsense or like from the heart, a little chaotic. Yeah, yeah. So they're trying to make monkeys that can problem solve. Is there anyone out there trying to make monkeys that just kind of want to throw shit against the wall? I don't think people should make monkeys, period. <laughs> Stop making monkeys. It sounds it sounds crazy. I can't even believe I'm saying that. Like, what is this, an Ikea factory or something? Yeah, I think it's funny the language that Bing Su uses in, that they, in the quotes in the article where he says he's literally, oh, I'm working on making more of these monkeys, but, you know, I haven't made enough yet, so we'll see. 
Yeah, it's it's <laughs> Who like does that? completely objectifying this animal. It's a dan. It's a it, let the animal live, dude. I also feel like the best way to have monkeys evolve is to just chill with them. Like you know, just fucking let monkeys live alongside us. Let them see how we do things. They can make decisions for themselves. Like it's not our call to think that they need to be more evolved. How do we know we're at, we're supposed to be this evolved? What if monkeys are actually considerably more evolved than us? And like at one point, those monkeys were humans, and then they evolved to being like that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> we don't have it. those answers. They evolved to like not ruin the planet. Uh, allegedly, they evolved to like stop doing weird shit that humans do. Like I don't know, be pedophiles or something. Our all of our all of these answers and solutions we have are always self-referential. At the end of the day, like yeah. they're answers for us. They're not answers for monkeys. Yeah, and I I honestly think that if if these researchers maybe had like an art practice or something and maybe a regular job that contributes to humanity, maybe they wouldn't um be doing all this weird monkey. It's almost it's almost like they have a fetish. Monkey business. It's the dumb bunch of monkey, goddamn business. monkey business. Stop the monkey business. Hey, quit with the monkey business, Bing Sue. I'm getting worked up here. Have you ever played Ape Escape? I'm trying to switch <laughs> the subject to video games or something else. Like Ape Escape, it was one of my favorite video games. I liked Monkey Ball. Super Monkey Ball. Yeah, Monkey was Ball's great. Tight. Donkey that, Kong. Donkey Kong. Yeah. Boom. Those are things that monkeys inspired us to do. We don't need to inspire monkeys to do things. You said it. Yeah. What else? Oh, um, man. Dude. Fucking uh, Paul Frank monkey. The monkey logo that all the middle school oh, girls yeah. wore. The shirts. Oh, I thought little you, monkey. Yeah, the one they press on a bunch of ecstasy that killed kids. What? Yeah. I don't know. That's a popular um, icon in drug culture, I think. Also. I'm sure way more other symbols have done that too. Yeah. But was it like an F, like a serious thing? Nah, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> that's the only thing I know. Fall Frank monkeys from. Yeah, well, monkeys, monkey business. We're talking about genetically engineered monkeys, GMO monkeys. We're talking about artificial intelligence. They're both artificial intelligence. Stop messing with the monkeys yeah it's it's also interns this is something like i know we've been joking and stuff but this is something that we should all be concerned about people complain about immigrants taking their jobs or whatever the fuck they want to talk about it's going to be robots and i know that or monkeys yeah or monkeys we're beating a dead horse here but it's going to be something that we make to take the workload off of us but then you know corporations aren't going to get taxed to use those fucking animals. They're just going to be allowed to develop them and then pay for the operating costs. And we're not going to have jobs. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> Quit with the fucking monkey business. <laughs> I think that we should tax. Like, if McDonald's starts hiring monkeys and robots to do stuff, we should tax them at the same rate that they would have to pay someone for a living wage and then use that for the universal basic income. Hey, that's a great idea, but people are too busy fucking with monkeys yeah, to do that. Yeah, true. Yeah, they don't even think about that. Yeah, fuck monkeys. No, wait. I like monkeys. Fuck messing with monkeys. And why are you putting stuff in embryos? It's just really inappropriate. So listen, Bing Su, what we need you to do is instead of fucking with monkeys every day, why don't you <laughs> why don't you take some of that grant money and go to patreon.com slash artprospodcast, join the ten dollar tier, and we'll shout you out. And we'll 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 take this down, we'll you know, whatever you want. 
I'm gonna I might even do my own research to make myself a little smarter because that's all I've been thinking about this whole time is like you know <laughs> you can do it to a monkey yeah I want to be able to pod harder and stronger and faster too you know what I'm saying yeah I wonder if we could implant if okay Bingsu we have a new proposition for you make our brains bigger and is there a gene that helps you grow microphones in your hands because I want to be able to pod twenty four seven Bing 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 listen to me. We got so much exposure we can we can give you, buddy. All the fucking exposure you want, baby. All the exposure. Do you know do you know the market value of exposure? Listen, we pay everyone in exposure. We have forty listeners on Spotify. We don't need no contract thing. We don't need no contract. This is a contract. If you can see if you can hear what I'm doing in terms I'm I'm putting my hand out like a handshake. Yeah. This is our contract thing. There's no spit. On no. It. No yeah, spit, no real, blood. Real contract. Just firm, you know? All right, guys, we love you. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for, for doing doing everything. Don't forget to tell your mother-in-law to listen to our podcast. Don't forget to tell your dog. Um, don't forget to uh, don't forget to uh, take a shower tonight. <laughs> yeah, remember to take a shower tonight. <laughs> I always forget to do that. All right. Have a good uh, time of day, everybody. Yeah, thanks.